Mike Opperman with Bovin News Chat, and today we are here with Mike North from Ever Ag. How's it going today, Mike? Doing really good, Mike. Great. So, um, t- t- talk to us a little bit about kind of the current state of the dairy industry, where we're at from an economic standpoint. Absolutely. So it's it's that time of the year that we're pulling silage out of the field and onto the pad, and we're we're uh, watching as that goes onto the pad that that will now raise the bar of feed costs into the dairy. Uh, we've kind of worked through the last 12 months of lower price corn, and now we're incorporating a higher price corn into the into the feed budget. Um, protein prices have you know softened a little, but not much. And so cost structures are on the rise. And we see it, you know, also in labor. We see it in input costs for those that are going to be growing their own crops going into next year. Uh, Costs are on the rise. Milk price, at the same time, has not seen that kind of an increase. And so as we talk about $17 to $18 milk, historically, we would call that pretty good. Mm -hmm. Against these kind of cost structures, it's not as good. Um, you know, we're in a spot right now where I think the dairymen are looking around going, you know, what is 2022 going to look like? And uh, that's really what kind of opens up the conversation, if you will, about managing costs, looking at prices, and, and you know, and very attentively going after margin. Yeah, so what um, is kind of that driver behind those costs? Well, it's twofold. Um, one, we had a series of different demand events through the course of this last year that really drew down the stockpiles of corn and soybeans to historically low levels. Uh, when you look at uh, corn from a, a, a stocks perspective, we're at about 1.4 billion bushels. That falls short of that normal 2 billion bushel pipeline that we like to keep. Soybeans right now down to about 170 million bushels. There too, under that, you know, two to 400 million threshold that we like to keep to keep everything comfortable and flowing, and certainly well behind where we've been over the last three, four years when we've seen four to 600 million uh, bushel ending stocks numbers. So, as those demand events took place, coupled with you know the big prospects of inflation out of the backside of all of the stimulus uh, spending that came through 2020 and all of the supply disruptions of COVID and otherwise, uh, you know, you really saw some big shakeup and prices responded accordingly. Um, Now that supply disruption continues as we talk about, uh, you know, that next layer lower of input prices, um, you know, fertilizer is on the rise as natural gas prices rise and Fertilizer makers are idling plants as China's sitting on inventories of, of uh, uh, you know, phosphates and, and otherwise. Um, you know, we're really just seeing a lot of pressure there causing a big spin on uh, fertilizer prices for 2022's crop. And that will have a, its own impact on things as we go forward. Uh, that probably isn't going away. That story probably doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know, puppy dogs and rainbow is at the other end of it. It, it, It's going to be a little bit of, as we say in Wisconsin, tough sledding. Um, As as we go forward on the milks price side of things, though, I think that's where there are going to be some opportunities. And I think that's really where dairymen need to be attentive because keep in mind that the market's job is not to make dairymen profitable. 
The market's job is to try to even the forces of supply and demand from both sides and really give everybody an opportunity at different times. Mm -hmm. And so as we head into the winter and we move to that season where demand starts to taper off and prices naturally begin to soften because consumers are stepping away, if you will, from dairy after their big fourth quarter, you know, glut of, of dairy. Right. That's when we can see softer prices. So as we head towards fall and some of the supply shortage or squeeze uh, type of storyline uh, plays out with less milk in New Zealand, less milk in Europe, 19,000 cows less than the last milk production report, you know, slightly you know, shrinking U.S. herd. Those things all are wonderful, but we trade out ahead of that. Right. So as the prices show up to give you opportunity to be profitable, that's where we really need to be pay, paying some attention. And I think right. we have some opportunity ahead of us. Yeah, so speaking of opportunities, so we're coming up on, you know, it's October 2021 as producers are kind of wrapping up fiscal year end and looking for fiscal uh, 2022. What are some things they need to do from a financial budgeting or planning standpoint as they look into the new year, especially from a risk management perspective? Well, first of all, budget for You know, I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make as we talk about marketing and risk management is that it kind of becomes um, what we do with the extra money that we have left over after all this sort of stuff. I think you definitely need to spend some time figuring out how to budget for it. I, I, I like using insurance as a baseline. So, you know, look at what it's going to be to pick up DRP, LGM. Um, start incorporating that into your budget. And then from there, you know, also be looking at, uh, you know, other opportunities beyond that. If that's your baseline, then you need to start thinking about what kind of expenditures you're willing to make beyond your baseline to improve your profitability based on new opportunities that show up in the market and how much you'd allocate to that. And I think that's the first step is incorporate that into the budget and have a plan to execute against that. Um, you know, marketing and risk management is not a, a slush fund, if you will. It, it's something that should be incorporated into operations in the same way that you buy teat dip and the same way that you, you, know, you, you, you buy certain ingredients for the ration. It's just part of what we do every single year. So um, start by making a budget for it. And then I would say sit down with somebody that has more time to allocate to that and help you devise a plan. And then more important than that even is executing on that. I, I hear often that guys have a plan. Well, some of them are on the back of bar, bar room napkins. Some of them are in their head. Some of them are, you know, on a feed bag or, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of soft in nature. And then generally, because they're soft in nature, they never see execution. You know, devise a plan, you know, hardline it out. Obviously, every plan has to have contingencies because the market never does what we want it to. And then ultimately from there, find someone to help you execute. Some people are good at executing their own plans. Mm -hmm. Most people generally tend to avoid it though, mm -hmm. because they're waiting for the what if, the I wish would, mm -hmm. the I hope for, mm -hmm. to come around and to reward them with something extra. And you know, those are the kind of scenarios that you know, we need to, to work around. But you know, I'd say budget for it, develop the plan, and have somebody there to help you not only make it, but execute it. So if somebody wanted to talk to you or one of your advisors, what, what, what could they do? 
Well, you can go to our website. Uh, it's, it's real simple, www.ever.ag. Uh, or, or just look us up on there and give us a call. We've got people scattered all over the country who can either come out, meet face-to-face, get on the phone, get on a web call. Uh, with technology these days, we can cover all the bases. But, you know, let's get the conversation started because we're in the right time of the year to really be dialing down on this conversation and moving ahead with it. Yeah. Well, great. I appreciate your time uh, today, Mike. I know you're a busy man. So um, appreciate you visiting with us for this little bit on the Boba News Chat. My pleasure. Always a pleasure to be with you, Mike. Great. Thanks, Mike. Uh, This has been Mike Opperman with uh, Boba News Chats.